Or by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Saturday morning. I'm Andy Brownell along with Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. I hope things are well with you. Hey, living the dream on this holiday right. weekend. I don't have uh-huh. much planned for work. We do have a wedding um, tomorrow on Sunday afternoon, which is a little different. But I guess since Monday's a holiday, that's going to be similar to a Saturday wedding. It might be yeah. scorching hot that day. Yeah, I think so. I don't mind <laughs> that. I don't mind that. I love summer. I'm okay. I'm more than good with it. Yeah, I am me too. ready for summer the rest of the way through. Me too. So, and you know, summer, summer, speaking about summer, people say, oh my gosh, I'm a little worried. It doesn't seem like we're as busy as we normally are in summer. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about a few things. I have always said that I noticed two kind of lulls in the real estate year. And one is always starting with the Memorial Day weekend and going into about the first two weeks of June. And people are so surprised by that and they don't understand it. But if you think about it, just think how much goes on. No matter what age children you have, there's kindergarten graduations, there's getting the kids out of school for the summer and into their summer routine. There are graduation parties, there's moving kids home from college. There's a whole bunch of weddings and wedding showers and all those things that people have been just waiting for summer to get here to do. So there's just that. And it's every year. I've seen it for 22 years. And then all of a sudden it's going to be June 10th, 11th, 12th. And everybody's going to be like, I am so busy. And I'm like, <laughs> exactly. So I tell people, I tell agents, especially enjoy these next couple of weeks while things are a little bit quieter than normal and uh, get some things done enjoy your time and get ready to gear up because personally i am predicting that our last half of the year is going to be even busier than our first half of the year wow okay yeah so i think that's what's going to happen the other law period is right after the kids go to school right um a little bit but not too much i think more the holidays you know, oh, the sure. last two yeah. two weeks of the year. I mean, I you see a little bit of difference, but honestly, if I if I chart production, it is very consistent. Whether it's January, February, March, or June, July, August, but I can always see just a little dip those first couple weeks in June, and a little dip those last couple weeks in December, and it's just the way it is. And I can attest that. You and I talked about this a year ago that this yeah, thing happened. Yeah, it, it does happen. And now, because it just so happens to be um, right around all this, you know, shift in the market, rates are up, 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 what's going on? There's going to be a crash. Oh, my God. No, it's just normal. And yes, has there been a shift in the market? Absolutely there has. You know what? I actually have to get back to doing what I used to do and haven't done forever. And that is I make a list every week of my sellers. I look at how many days they've been on the market, how many showings there have been, look at the feedback, and I make a phone call. And I have to say things like, 
well, you've been on the market 17 days. And that seems like an eternity to you right now. But I promise you, it's going to be okay. In those 17 days, we've had 11 showings. So people are still out there and they're still looking. They know they don't have to jump quite as fast. They don't have to dive in. They can just kind of put one toe in at a time, right? So now they want to make sure they see all the options before they make the commitment. Just going back to the old way. And there are options. Yeah, and there are options. There are just more, there's just more inventory. So I think that, um, you know, my, my advice to every agent on my team is, believe me, there's still a supply shortage, right? And there's still a lot of approved buyers out there. And I read something this week that I thought I have to share. Okay. Um, I, we're talking about the interest, the interest, the interest. I saw something that somebody put on Facebook and they said, yes, it's true. The interest is five and a half percent. But if you're paying rent, the interest is 100 yeah, percent. That's a good point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like this is this is good, guys. It is. It's all good. <laughs> I mean, isn't that an interesting thing to think about? And I, and I keep going back to, and I know I sound like a broken record, I can remember when 5.5% sounded awesome. Right. And do you know that the rates actually came down a little bit last week? No, I didn't. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. So, and, and not a lot, but, you know, I think the national average is now uh, 5.42 or something, and it had been 5.51. I mean, so just a little bit. But my point is they're not, they didn't go up. Right. Okay. So they're probably going to hover kind of right where they are for a while and not keep spiking up because, you know, there has been definitely a shift in the market and people are worried. But when we talk them through it and we explain, you know, just how all of this is going to affect the housing market, it's not going to be that drastic. I agree with you. I, I, I mm-hmm. agree with your assessment. And just as a, an example... I know of a home, I'm not going to identify where, but for this reason, because I think when they listed it, I thought it was overpriced mm-hmm. for where it was. 10 days it was sold. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Surprised me even. So this is the thing. For more than 50 years, home price growth has outpaced inflation. So everybody's worried about inflation. Well, I shouldn't say that other than the time when, you know, the housing prices crashed, you know, back during the little bubble. But other than that, over the course of the last 50 years, home price growth has outpaced inflation. So it's going to continue to do that. So it's going to hold its value is what you're saying. So houses are going to hold their value, right? So home prices, they're going to basically continue to defy gravity, right? And even with mortgage rates spiking and the feds are raising the interest rates, you know, pretty significantly, actually, it's going to still make it so that the curve will be so that we stay above water. Right. And we're not going to people say, are you sure? Are you sure that we're not going to enter this, you know, big bubble again and we're not gonna I I promise you we're not okay we really are not but because this topic does give people heartburn you know I think it's important that we talk about it yeah and I think that people have to understand the differences and you know let's talk about all the way between 1990 and the pre-bubble peak in 2006 home prices rose over those years um by 142 percent 
which was a pretty impressive annual increase of 5.6% over yep. a 16 and a half year period. That almost now, perfectly coincides when I bought my house. Okay. And then when the market crashed, of course, prices dropped by like 30% or 33% or something like that. But from 2012, when they were at their lowest to today, prices have risen. Now in 10 years, prices have risen by 131%, which means that's an even faster rate than prior to the crash because it's at like 8.6% over the, you know, year over year for 10 years. And that was largely due to a shortage of homes. Shortage of homes and, um, of course, cheap money, the cheap, yeah. cheap money. Yeah. So what really, what really has people scared is they think that, you know, houses, what's going to happen now? You know, what's going to happen? Are these houses going to, is the whole market going to implode? But it's, it's not what's going to happen. It isn't. Well, and I've read, I know you've mentioned these statistics before, but I read another article about um, the low level of homes that are at risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, the, where there one, are one owners percent underwater. One percent of homeowners are upside down. One percent. Thirty-six percent of homeowners own their homes outright. Zero mortgage. Pretty darn good. And 69 yeah. percent have positive equity on the average $155,000, okay? And on top of that, if you look at many of the communities, including smaller communities in Minnesota and elsewhere, there's a, there's a shortage of housing. There, people are scrambling to find ways to get additional units built to address the need that's out there and the demand that's out there. Right. So that tells you right there that... I have a chart. Things I, will I not change dramatically. Let's put it that way. I, I want to look at this and see if I can kind of make sense of it. Okay. So um, from October of 93 to December of 94, the mortgage rates were 6.8. They went from 6.8 to 9.2. Okay. Yes. And house prices during that time increased by 3.5%. Okay? I get now, it. what happened is because house prices went up and and interest rates went up, there were fewer home sales. As a matter of fact, there were 12% fewer home sales. So that's what people are getting nervous about. But what wasn't happening then was the shortage of homes. So that's why I do not anticipate those, you know, numbers falling anything like that. So then moving forward in time, January of 96 through September of 96, so an eight-month duration, rates went from 7% to 8.2. And house prices went up by 3.7%. But guess what? Home sales only dropped by 4.1%. In 98, go ahead. Okay. No, I just, it doesn't... It, it's 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 interesting. It is interesting too that those interest rates of eight nine percent weren't that long ago. Not that long ago in 1998, October of 98 through May of 2000. So that's a 19 month period. Rates went from 6.7 to 8.5, and at that same period, house prices went up by 4.7 percent. And guess how, how it affected home sales? They went down 
by 1.1%. Okay? I remember those days, yes. All right. Now, fast forward to June of 2003 through June of 2004. So a 12-month duration. Rates went from 5.2. They were all the way down to 5.2, guys. And they went up to 6.3, which was, um, you know, like, okay, now they're back up over 6. Home prices during that same period went up by 10%. And guess what happened to home sales? Home sales went up by 1.5% during that time. So June of 2005 through July of 2006, another year, well, 13 months, rates went up from 5.6 to 6.8, which means sometime between June of 2004 and June of 2005, they fell back from right. 6.3 back to 5.6. Are we, what, are we seeing a pattern here, right? Oh, we always do. Um, house prices went up only in that period by a half a percent. But then the rates really dropped because by November of 2012, the start of the mortgage rates was 3.4% and it climbed all the way to 4.5 by December of 13. And house prices during that same time raised by 10.2%. And the housing market, the housing sales dropped by 2.1%. Okay, so people were still buying houses. That's really interesting when you map it out that way. Yeah, and then the last numbers that I have are September of 17 through November of 2018. The rates went from 3.8 up to 4.9, and house prices went up to 4%. That's looking about like where we're at right now. Exactly, right before the pandemic. Yeah, and house sales dropped by 3.1%. So bottom line is, on average, over a course of a year, the interest rates in each of these situations went up by one and a half percent and house prices on average went up by 5.2 percent and house sales dropped by three percent overall so history does tend to repeat itself you know the old saying what goes up must come down and i feel like people should feel really good about five and a half percent interest. I don't think there's a doggone thing wrong with that. <laughs> Again, if you're renting, it's a hundred percent interest, right? So, yeah. um, and the the prices of the houses, I think, with this interest rate hike, is definitely settling down. I mean, we are definitely seeing some changes in the market. One is we're seeing price reductions. We haven't talked about price reductions for a very long time. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we? Take a quick break break and talk about price reductions a little bit. All right, let's do it. All right, Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax results with us this morning on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. For a beautiful look that protects and stays clean, choose Dubbin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. I'm Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, Remax Results with us, of course, this morning. We're talking about the housing market. And what I really enjoyed about what you just went through with us, Robin, the different years and the different numbers is it really illustrates the cycle of the market. 
and how we're entering more normal conditions. What we had past the pandemic was a crazy market. Crazy. Just crazy. I mean, I have said (laughs) in my 22 years, 2020 was by far the most prosperous year for me and for most realtors. And then 2021, when I thought there's no way it could get any better, was 60% higher. I mean, it was an absolute anomaly. For anybody to even use 2021 as a, well, this is where we were at this time last year it's going to set you up for a right. big disappointment because these will be outliers that'll be tossed off the side with correct, the statistics correct correct big asterisks. because right and i think that homeowners don't have to worry about housing prices dropping i think what we're going to see with what's going on is fewer home sales okay we're not and when i say fewer home sales it's not because now people aren't necessarily going to own a home it's because people might not own buy three rentals just because they can and the money's so cheap right gotcha. or they might not buy that vacation home because you know gosh you hate to pass up this this interest rate right or whatever so i think that we'll see fewer homes like you know fewer home sales but not a crazy amount less and what i always tell my team what i have noticed over the history of the market when there is a swing in the market and consumers start to lose kind of their confidence that's when they really pay attention to who they're using as their real estate agent and i can tell you that i was one of the very lucky ones and during the 2008 9 and 10 i i always managed to do very well because what I found is that my sellers, mostly sellers, because there were a lot of sellers then, but sellers and buyers really took the time to do the research to find out who is going to be best to navigate me through this, you know, changing market and who has the expertise and the know-how and who knows how to explain it to me and set me up for what to expect. Because during a really, really fluid market, you know, that's when everybody says, oh, I don't even need a realtor. You know, I could just have the butcher sell me a house or, you know, whatever, (laughs) you know, seriously, it's like, um, that's when they think, oh, I'll do for sale by owner because it's going to sell so quickly anyway. That's a whole nother topic of conversation because yes, they did leave money on the table when they did that. And yes, they did set themselves up for some crazy liability when they did that. But whether they did or not, you know, people did it. And um, what I will tell you is that this market, I know, I mean, I, I get a lot of phone calls. In the last probably week, I bet you I've been to between 10 and 12 listing appointments. And people are always asking me as soon as I sit down, are you worried about the market? You know, what is gonna happen? We know we wanna sell in the next few years. Do we have to do it now or miss the boat? You know, I, oh no, not at all. So, you know, I, I think that people really like and trust when I tell them what's going to happen. And I don't have a crystal ball, but like I said, it happens over, it's very cyclical, right? And we've seen it before. And there are very strong numbers that indicate what to expect. So trust me when I say there's nothing to fear. Your value of your home is not going to drop. It may not sell as quickly, probably won't sell as quickly. And it, I mean, probably won't get as many offers. And it definitely isn't gonna sell for as much over as it would have last year at this time. But you're still gonna get top dollar for your house and it's still gonna be a very 
smooth transaction that's going to end up positive and profitable as long as you have good guidance. So when you're talking about price reductions, what we're talking about is the reduction is the homes aren't going for those crazy amounts over list. And unfortunately, there's still some agents that say, well, you know, I'm looking at these comps from this time last year. Well, don't because this <laughs> isn't this time last year. And or people say, well, I know my brother Jim sold his house and my house is better than his and he got this much. Well, you know what? You have to look at two days, you know, snapshot of what's going on right now. Right. And again, it's still a seller's market. It really is. But it's also at the same time much less painful for the buyers. And Normal, I mean, returning to a more normal market, what, what is the term they use? A balanced market. A balanced market. Ends mm -hmm. up, in the long run, better for everyone. Win, 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 win. There's nothing I like better than at the end of a real estate transaction when the seller is thrilled with what they got for their house and the buyer is thrilled about what they paid for it. Because in some of those markets, you know, some of those crazy times during the market, buyers were like, oh my God, I had to pay a ton to get this house. I paid way too much. And it, it was a tough call. You know, I spent a lot of your shows, our shows talking oh, about yeah. that. And it's sure. like, we're supposed to do the best for our client, but at the same time, is it really best to pay 50,000 more than the house is going to appraise? You know, but then when you look at, well, they got it for 50,000 over, but they got it at 2.2% interest. So now if they hadn't gotten it then and they get it now for five and a half percent interest, even if they didn't have to pay over, their payments aren't going to be that much different. Yeah. When you think of it that way, you're right. Yeah. So that's why I say I really focus on my client's budget and what the monthly payment's going to be. And I don't get all wrapped up in the actual purchase price and the actual interest rate, if that makes sense. It does make perfect sense. And the other part of this, I think, is fortunately uh, for these sorts of things, obviously, when you review those numbers and when we were talking earlier, we have a, our memories are short when it comes right. to this sort of thing. And so the anomaly years, as we put a few months past us, this more normal market will once again be normal to us. And it'll be, it'll be best for everybody. It really will. Because if houses continue to go up 18% year over year, it isn't going to take long before the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Because pretty soon, the average guy isn't going to be able to own a home. But yet, other people are able to own 15 or 20. So that isn't, you know, that's really not a good, solid economy if we're talking about keeping things going, right? Right. It would be tragic if that's what happened. Exactly. All right. We'll take a quick break and we will return with some more of Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM at 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Wondering if the COVID vaccine is right for your child? With Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. We're back. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Thanks for joining us on this Memorial Day weekend. So, Robin, we've obviously, the, the key thing that 
kind of ties all this the entire conversation together is interest rates yeah it's been it's been kind of a hot button you know everybody's asking what's going to happen so again i did mention earlier in the show that there was a slight drop and this past week and that the average 30-year fixed mortgage conventional loan is hovering right below five and a half so it's like 5.46 something like that sure and um so i just wanted to put that all in perspective you know while that might be a shock to home buyers you know five and a half percent who are just entering the market for the first time those those rates really are compared pretty low for, you know, compared to historical norms. So let's go back to the early 70s where an average rate was in the low 7% range and everybody was like, ooh, good, these are great rates. My dad told me we'll never see rates this low Never see it again, never (laughs) see it again. And then they steadily rose uh, to more than 18%, guys, in the early 80s. And then check this out. Rates did not fall to below 6%, where they still are below 6%. That did not happen until the early 2000s, like 2002. So really, we're only talking about the last 20 years that we've been dealing with interest rates below 6%. And here we are below 6%. So honestly don't be afraid of those interest rates um i think experts expect them to kind of hover right where they are right now and if they really do um what they've what we've been seeing and that is keep the prices down at a more realistic incline you know instead of going up by 15 or 18 percent we'll get back to going up by three four five percent year over year so it all balances out and it keeps being a homeowner um, very doable, right? Very doable and definitely always a good investment because what do I always tell you, Andy? It is the bank account that you can live in, live in. right? <laughs> live in that bank account, continue to gr- earn that wealth, grow that equity and serves as your shelter all at the same time. So it's the, so I have uh, a couple good, I have a couple new opportunities oh, for home ownership. Can well, I fantastic. just touch on those real quick? I, I can't wait. Okay, we've got one over in Cimarron, uh, 2128 49th Lane Northwest. So anybody's familiar with the addresses in Cimarron, that it kicks it off that it's a cul-de-sac. And this one actually sits kind of dead straight in on the cul-de-sac. And it has a really nice backyard, really big, deep backyard. So if somebody's looking for a yard for dogs or kids, it's perfect. That's way on the uh, north end of Cimarron, too. It is, yeah. closer to the park, you know. But it's a four-bed, two-bath, very traditional split, very nice house. It's been well-maintained. It's decorated cute, and it's uh, it's coming soon status, so you can't get in it yet. But I believe it comes available for showings on Monday. So in a couple of days, you can get in. So if it's something you want to see, you can certainly set up an appointment. And that one is listed for two eighty four nine. Um, and then we have one, another new one out in Summerby Parkway. And this is one of those twin homes, and it's a beauty. And it is listed for five fifty nine nine. It's a three-bedroom, three-bath, three-car garage, and it's got uh, 2,887 square feet. So, we, and that one is available to see starting 
today. So today, okay. Yeah. So and that's have, is that Byron um, when you say Summerbee? I'm assuming. Yeah, Summerbee Parkway. Yes, out in Byron. Okay. Yeah. So uh, nice split level home on a cul-de-sac in Rochester for under three hundred, and a nice uh, side by side out on the well, not on the course, but in the golf community in Summerbee for five fifty-nine-nine. All right. So they can give you a call or go to the website. Maybe give us the phone number. Absolutely. My cell phone is 507-259-4926. I'd love to answer any of your real estate calls, whether you have questions about your existing real estate or if you have questions about buying or selling, investing, whatever I can do to help. Just feel free to call me anytime and I'll be sure to answer the call. Or if I'm busy, I'll call you back. All right. Or just... If you want the website, just Google Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Yeah. And I know from experience, it'll take you right there. Yeah, it's <laughs> gwaltneygroup.com. Pretty easy. Well, that's even easier. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Robin. Um, have a great rest of the holiday weekend, and we'll talk again next week. Sounds great, Andy. Bye-bye. Thanks, Robin. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. News Talk 13.